I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your seven chakras in their purified state. We see many pictures and depictions of the seven major chakras, which are in our energetic spiritual body that correspond to particular organs in our physical body. They also govern the flow of the energy from our I am presence to our four lower bodies, which are the etheric body or the memory body mental, emotional, and physical bodies. So chakra is a Sanskrit word, and it means wheel or disc, because these centers spin. When they're purified and imbalanced, they spin at a high frequency. Now the picture I've posted with this episode depicts the seven major chakras in their purified forms, meaning this is how our chakras should look when we have transmuted all misqualified energy. We know our chakras and our auras can become polluted or simply may not have evolved back to their state of perfection. So what we're talking about today are the seven major chakras in their purified state. I found that the best information on the seven chakras comes from a book entitled Intermediate Studies of the Human Aura by Dwal Kool, who is a Tibetan master and who dictated these teachings to the messenger Elizabeth Clare Prophet. So I'm taking information from that book, which I do recommend. Now, any picture of the chakras is just a two-dimensional representation. In reality, there are spheres of energy that are meant to spin, and they accelerate as we grow spiritually and clear all dense and negative substance from them. The chakras are said to have petals, which are the different shapes they take as a representative of the different frequencies. They each have a particular color and correspond to the seven rays of blue, yellow, pink, green, white, purple and gold, and violet. I'm going to start with the heart chakra because it's considered the most important chakra because it is like a distribution center for the energies that come to us from our I am presence. It's that silver cord from the I am presence going down into the heart chakra where we have that threefold flame of love, wisdom, and power. And balancing this threefold flame is part of the mastery of the heart chakra. But from that heart chakra then, we have energy that is distributed to the other six chakras. The heart chakra has 12 petals that surround the threefold flame. And that threefold flame, again, is power, wisdom, and love. So this is our connection to the divine. It is the divine spark within us. And it is the major chakra. It's like the open door to connect with our I am presence, to hear the word of God. Then let's move up to the next chakra, which is the throat chakra. And this 
chakra has 16 petals of light, and it's really considered the power center. We understand the power of the spoken word. And everything that proceeds from the throat chakra basically coalesces in form. Think about it. The world was created with a sound. God said, let there be light. And there was light. Jesus and his miracles, many of them, he used the spoken word. Lazarus, come forth. Go, sin no more. Your sins are forgiven. So we know that the throat chakra is very powerful. And it is the power center. Because we can command, as God said, command ye me. So for good or for ill, everything that proceeds from our throat chakra by the action of the power of the word tends to be very physical. Then we move up to the third eye chakra, which corresponds with the green ray. This chakra has 96 petals. It vibrates the emerald green of the science of truth. And it gives us that immaculate picture, that pure picture of individuals, of civilizations, of the divine pattern. So it's through this chakra that you tune in to what should be in reality instead of what is happening or being outpictured in the actualities of the present. And that's where our ability to visualize and create with the third eye chakra comes in. The third eye always gives you that immaculate concept of the blueprint of life as well as the discrimination to know good and evil. Then as we proceed up, we have the crown chakra. And it's in the crown chakra that man is destined to focus the consciousness of God. The crown chakra is called the thousand-petaled lotus. It's golden yellow, and it has 972 petals. The goal of mastery in time and space is the flowering of the crown, which occurs when the energies, when all of our energies are perfected and rise from the very base of the spine up to the crown for the expansion and the unfolding of the petals of divine wisdom. When we attain to that crown consciousness, true wisdom is known. The true enlightenment of the Buddha and of the Christ that comes with that golden yellow fire on the crown is the experience of knowing all things without being tutored or taught, just like Jesus would be able to do when he was here. Or, as Gautama Buddha said when he said, I am awake, I see things as they really are. Our awareness then includes that which is contained in the mind of God. So this is a great initiation that we strive for. Then we move to the first chakra below the heart center. This is the solar plexus chakra. It has 10 petals and it is called the place of the sun. It's the place of feeling and the place where we employ the energy of emotion as God's energy in motion in order to focus the peace of God's consciousness, the peace of the ascended Jesus Christ. When your solar plexus is calm, you have the power of peace. And using that full potential of the desire body, you have that full momentum of God peace. 
and the power of this purple and gold ray of God's desiring to be God, it comes forth as you raise the energy from the solar plexus to the level of the throat, and there you can release the same fiat as Jesus said, peace be still. And this is a great technique that we can use when you find your emotional body running away with emotions, whether it's fear or depression or anger or whatever it is. You can command peace be still, just as Jesus did. And below that chakra then is the seat of the soul chakra. This chakra is the place where the soul is anchored to the etheric and physical bodies. This is the chakra of freedom, of the fires of freedom, of the seventh ray of St. Germain. It's the violet flame that liberates the soul from all perversions to become all that God has made it to be. This chakra has six petals, and it represents the six-pointed star of victory. This chakra governs the flow of light and the karmic patterns in the genes and chromosomes and in the sperm and egg of man and woman, a very important chakra. And likewise, you can speak to your soul when you are having difficult energies, difficult emotions, facing situations. You can speak to your soul and just call your own name. Speak to your soul and let them know that you are there to comfort, to love, to protect. You have their back. Very powerful. And the last chakra, the base of the spine chakra, this chakra has four petals, and it corresponds to the white fire and the white flame of purity. It sets the pattern for the flowering of the mother flame in the four lower bodies of man. This chakra is also the foundation of the physical body because our entire physical body is a manifestation of the mother, and it's spirit's point of focalizing in the material universe. So it's from this point that we rise for the reunion of mother with the father in the crown. And this brings forth the Christ in the center of the heart. So when you have mastery of this chakra, you attain the consciousness of being omnipresent. And this is the consciousness that Mother Mary has. It's the energies of the power of this fourth ray through this chakra which gives you the power to be everywhere on earth simultaneously. In the book that I referred to, Intermediate Studies of the Human Aura by Dwal Kuhl, you can find different pictures of muddied auras and how our chakras and our aura become muddied, distorted, ugly colors, blacks, grays, crimson reds, etc., And you can see how we are on a journey to purify our chakras. The picture that I posted with this episode shows, again, the seven chakras in the purified form. And you'll notice that the violet flame is manifesting throughout the entire aura. And it is by using the violet flame and the violet flame mantras that you can purify the seven chakras and purify the aura. Transmute karma. It's a powerful ray. We've given many teachings in previous episodes. A very simple mantra that I can give you right now that you can give every day 
is I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. And you can say this and you repeat it and you can find that as you get a momentum on this decree, you will actually experience speeding up the ability to say it faster, not because you're just going for the sake of going faster, but because you are accelerating and you're able to spin that energy around your chakras and around every cell of your being and transmute substance, transmute karma, transmute painful records. It's a magnificent gift that has come to the outer consciousness of man by Saint Germain. This was known by the inner mystics and the saints and those that meditated for many years. They knew about the violet flame and how to visualize and use it. But Saint Germain in the early 1920s released this teaching to the outer awareness of mankind. And it's one of the greatest gifts because you see we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is the age of freedom. And the violet flame, the seventh ray, is the flame of freedom, of mercy, of justice, freedom and justice. Saint Germain and Portia, his twin flame, it's freedom and justice with the violet flame. So this gives you a basic understanding of the seven chakras, and I hope you'll take up the opportunity to study it more because it's a very fascinating science and understanding. So I'll see you next week. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. I'm Nancy Showalter, and you've been listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And to follow more of my work, visit me at nancyshowalter.com.